morning. The learning should be l'schus to Yidin on Eretz Yisrael. Everyone that needs a refuah should have a refuah. The hostages should be released safely. And the soldiers should have success in completely eradicating the evil. Amen. Uh, the, the learning of the Hukas Tfilin, as the Rebbe said. So continuing along the, specifically the tying of the Tfilin and the bicep. So just I'll mention a question that, that Leary had mentioned yesterday. It still needs further analysis. Um, he asked, according to the custom, to either put a shin on the hand or, or others put the shin on the bottom of the hand, the upper part of the hand. Why do you have two shins? When it comes to the dalad and the yud, we only have one dalad and one yud. But the shin, you have a shin on the tzvillum shalrosh, and then we do a second shin. So why, why, why two shins? If anyone has uh, sources on that, I'd be uh, glad to hear. Um, three shins, I guess. The shin on both sides, okay. Question's even stronger. One is three and one is four. One is three and one is four. The four one doesn't count. Oh my goodness. Okay. Not, not in the purpose of this discussion. Um, so uh, there's a fascinating discussion. So we mentioned yesterday that um, some of the commentaries question the placement of the shin because when you undo it, you're undoing the name of Hashem. There's actually a whole nother fascinating discussion which can actually explain some of the skepticism of perhaps why the Arizal did not place a shin on it. And the Alter Rebbe actually, in his uh, Shulchan Aruch, he wrote his Siddur later, seems to say clearly, quoting from uh, 16th and 17th century commentaries in the Shulchan Aruch, the Taz and the Mogan Avram, the Taz quotes this clearly from the Maril, and actually the Ramah the, the comments in 27 that one should not... Um, one should not wrap anything on the house of the tefillin. Um, you shouldn't do any extra wrapping on the house of the tefillin. And the reason the commentaries explain is because there's different levels of holiness. There's the holiness of the tefillin themselves, and then there's the holiness of the straps. And also the Kavachayim explains that even Kabbalistically, there's various categories. You don't want to mix the various energies. So therefore, the Alter Rebbe says that what that that one that one should not put any straps over the bias of the tefillin because the holiness of the bias is holier than the straps, and therefore one shouldn't wrap anything over it. Uh, both any any area, even the sides, the bias, or either side, one shouldn't wrap anything. Um, later, the Alter Rebbe retracted in his Siddur and said that because of the Kabbalistic importance of the Shin, we can give permission to wrap the straps over the side, but not over the bias itself. Other communities wrap the Shin here in order not to put anything extra over. But there is a discussion, and we'll get into it in more detail in the coming days, about being cautious not to overwrap any straps on the bias because there's the holiness of the bias, it supersedes the holiness of the straps, and therefore one needs to take caution. Definitely one shouldn't wrap it on this side, and, and there's lots of discussion and ink spilled in explaining how we put the shin on the left side, um, but that, that that could be one of the reasons why that, some say that Rizal was skeptical about doing this. But Poyo, practically speaking, not to leave you hanging, um, our minig is to wrap a shin on this side, but we specifically wrap it on this side, and one should not wrap anything on this side 
because this is called the kitsutsa, and this is called the mavarta, and one shouldn't wrap anything on this side of the bias because the holiness of the straps supersedes that, and therefore one should take caution in that area. Have a great day. Holiness of the, of the side and the bias supersedes the straps, so therefore you shouldn't put it on this side.